Hello and welcome to the Monkey Nun Punch podcast, the first in 2024. As always with these podcasting journeys, I've got Keith, and Keith is, well, it's a very nice chap. <laughs> yeah, it did it a bit. Yeah, I was waiting for the insult. Um, obviously, uh, as always, I'm, oh, Nigel's not here. Um, but <laughs> Merry New Year, everyone. Um, Merry Happy New Year, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, there you go. We've been demonetized. We were never monetized in the first place. So, um, ah, Mr. Mr. Dahabwit, Merry New Year, sir. Uh, Mr. Happy New Year. Yes, we're back. We're back. Um, Yes, so, what are we talking about tonight? Everything? We've Nothing? Got, we've got, got quite a few things to talk about. Um, we've got the last episode of Slow Horses. We've got Reacher, which is coming up to its last episode, ironically. Um, I watched Tulsa King. I want you to watch it. Um, that's fantastic. Sylvester Stallone, the post-gangster, went to Tulsa. But I, I, I need you to watch it before we can talk about it. Uh, we've got some dumb Star Wars news, some dumb Marvel news. Um... I watched the last episode of Monarch. We can talk about that. Um, and then there's One Life, which I want you to watch and I want you to talk about. But again, I need you to see it before. And so I think we should talk about Reacher. So uh, where are we? It was so you got Jack Reacher. Um, one of his mates got it thrown out of a chopper, which sparked a whole incident off. Um, oh, yeah, we can talk about Doctor Who, too. Um, yes. Talked about... Um, he could make his own helicopter. He gets all the gang back together. They uh, then investigate. One of them's still missing. Big mystery. Don't know what's happened there. Um, uh, so we got that. He's been investigating the fact that someone is selling a set of very sophisticated anti-surface-to-air um, missile avoiding weapons. Um, helm, helm by the T-1000. Um <laughs> Robert Patrick, and uh, yeah, they've just been they've been killing people and this, that, and the other, and it's just nice. Uh, it's nice to watch good TV. I, I'll be honest with you. I was gutted when the cop got killed. I was I was proper gutted about that, and I saw it coming, and I was proper gutted about that. Um, but it, that that's because again, developed character, well written, enjoyable. You know, there's there's no silly. The thing I like about Reacher is it's big, muscly fucker kicking the shit out of everybody with a great supporting cast. Right? It's it's unashamedly masculine. You know, there are kick-ass ladies in there, but they are not overpowered kick-ass ladies. You know, when they kick the shit out of somebody, you believe they're kicking the shit out of somebody because they're trained. And what's more, you get to see them getting trained. And that's the thing about this. It's it's. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I, I I generally look forward to it every week. Um, you know, there's moments of sadness in it, but that's what makes a good series. I like how you reveal and you know part of their backstory each week, and you get that those little sort of nuggets throughout the the last seven episodes. And it's like, I you know you know that Robert Patrick or whatever his name is is going to get thrown out of a helicopter because he he has to, right? Reacher's got to fucking do something like that to him. But the other dude, right? Has also got to die, and they don't know about the other dude that much, do they? So there is the, there is someone else, but we don't know who it is. But he's That's he's the... he's killed a lot of poor innocent people, like the copper and a few other oh. people. He, he he needs to die most gratuitously. Um, but I can trust Richard to do that because, like, you know, I mean, he fucking kills the bank cop, which was done well. The bank cop, you know. He, he he got a kick in, which was good. Um, but obviously, the it's ended on a bit of a on a bit of a cliffhanger for next week, where you know he's got Reacher's mates. Um, Reacher's given himself up, so but he can take a bit of a beating. But you know something's going to happen, and the election. Yeah, well, well he's, he's, you've got what do you call it? You've got Watsamush um, on standby with a mm. rifle. Mm. Someone's getting shot. It's going to be mm -hmm. good. And then there were rumours that we were going to bring back Rusko and the other one. What's the, uh, the detective's name? The black fellow who was in it a while back. Oh, he was in He was in an episode, wasn't he? he turned yeah, he was in an the... episode, but they were rumour, They were, they rumoured that they might bring the two back. And I'm like thinking, well, we need some extra bodies. Um, the question she is, got, can I get there in time? She got mentioned in episode seven because they were going to send the mother and daughter to them and didn't. Um, so... 
Yeah, no, you, you, you might be right. You might be right, but they do need some extra bodies if, if Reach is going to get saved. But, you know, he said he's got a plan, and you don't know what the plan is yet. So, but you know, in the end, that, you know, uh, Robert Patrick, isn't it? That's his name. He is going to get killed. Um, and uh, <clears throat> be hopefully brutal because he deserves it. Um, so, be yeah. ironic if he got into a helicopter and he got shot down by one of the missiles that they liberated. You never know. You never know, but I, I think know. that's too easy. I think that's too easy. Oh, he's, he's, too got easy. he's got he's got to die in fear. He's got to be thrown out of fucking hell. Oh no, hang on a second. A missile goes towards the helicopter and he jumps out. Hmm, true. Irony yeah. and poetic justice. I don't know if it'll happen, but it'll be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. But I've enjoyed Reacher. I've enjoyed Reacher. You know, um I, I want to binge it, but you, you can't. Oh, I tell you what did start this week, and I actually enjoyed the first episode. Ted, the the the, the prequel Ted. It is Family Guy live action in some ways, um, but it's it's got the dude the, the dude that was the funny um, ginger chap in the Orville, right? It's got like mm -hmm. half the fucking Orville cast in it. So it's got the doctor in it playing this prin the principal of the school, which is quite funny, and you've got. Um, you got the um the, the the dad the dad is played by by the guy the ginger guy in the oval and he's just this Boston thing and he's like you know he's meant to go in for a colonoscopy and he makes his niece go in there with him right because it's like if I go under and I start talking about Vietnam you got to stop me you got to stop me right and he goes through this right and and they're like why did you make it go through that why did you make it go and it just like he it builds up he builds up and he goes I jerked off a dog. <laughs> And then the story, the story of how he goes, it's like, oh no! And, oh and, and you hear the story, and it's brilliant. Tell you, it's it, it, I, I, I genuinely quite enjoyed it. But then I like, I like SF, SF Mavon, and I like Family Guy, so it is my type of humor. And I've, I liked Ted, um, and so the prequel is quite, it's, it's just, it's more of the same, but it's, it's, it's good. So what? Yeah, when you get a chance to watch that, watch that. I'm actually saving them up because I need something to watch on a plane soon. Okay. More about that later. So I, I, I was gonna say I watched the first three episodes of Tulsa King on a plane, and I had to get bloody Paramount Plus when I got home so I could finish it off. Really enjoyed that. Really uh, genuinely okay. enjoyed that. You I need to check need that. to watch it. There's some. It's ironic because the guy who's the the copper who gets shot in Reacher is um, the underboss in in Tulsa King. Why do I know about this? I, I've got to watch it. I, I think I know what you're talking about, watch but I've got to watch it. Yeah, you yeah. watch it, and you'll, you'll do what I did. If, if you're right, you'll do it. There'll be a bit where you go, I fucking knew it was him. Yeah, because you'll, you'll look and you'll go, where is he exactly? And, and you go and watch it through, and you're like, and then a bit something happens, and then you'll be like, it's obvious now, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, no, Tulsa King, fantastic. Um, really, really good. I always got to th I don't know why, when I watch, like... The story of things like Pablo Escobar or Casino or any of these gangster films. I'm rooting for the gangsters to set up their business and for it to be successful. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's like they're the bad guys for crying out loud. But it, I just, yeah. It was because cool, you talk about Pablo Escobar and that was What's His Face, wasn't it, on Netflix? Um, the first yes. two seasons, anyway. And it was funny because for the half of the fucking season, you are kind of rooting for him until he becomes a bit of a dick. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, I I know what you mean by that because like even though you know you know he's going to turn into a dick at the beginning he's not that much of a dick he's kind of clever but then he sort of becomes a dick so yeah yeah so I know what you mean it's so it's so odd so I feel like my brain's like oh, this is not right he's, he's the bad guy he's murdered hundreds of people but I'm rooting for him and it's the same with Tulsa King when you see him setting up his little criminal empire and whatnot. And you're kind of rooting for him, um, and it's it's really good. And there's a bit where there's a, there's a great bit in there where they're training up um, these, they're training up his like crew because he's, like, he's got like this makeshift crew, how to fire guns and stuff because you need to be, to be able to defend yourself. And he's got this stoner girl on there. I can't remember if her name's like Roxy or something. Yeah, and uh, she's really good with a gun. And and, he, and, and then he does this great thing where they turn around because they've got him in this uh, kind of warehouse and they're shooting at bottles and stuff and everyone's like shit apart from the guy tra training them, yeah? And then she, you see her go and she literally empties the clip and she doesn't miss a single target. And and turn, he turns around and looks at her because 
you're fucking brilliant like that because I'm, I'm in I, this is the first uh, line character the general they call him yeah because you're absolutely fantastic at this he goes he goes so yeah my my father was a, a marksman i went oh that's fantastic he taught you because it's, it's like kind of could he help with this he goes no no three years ago he blew his brains out and he goes i don't like handling guns and then she puts the gun down you kind of get you get an understanding and then later she kind of picks up the gun it's done it's really good. It trust me you'll enjoy trust me it's good it show. Uh, so we got that was a good one um it's funny because like i said watch that on the plane on the way over to to, to florida um just a quick one i did the tron ride at florida and um, ah, that's the light cycle yes the light cycle right i've seen the some videos of it the pre-show is fucking brilliant yeah, so whenever you have these like Disney rides or Universal rides, they tend to put like a pre-show in to, keep, to try and kind of space it out and make it feel more worth your time. Anyway, they take you into this room, and you're in this room, and you've got this big screen in front of you, and it just comes up and says loading. And you see all the little things come up, and it's like da 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 da, -da and it's like grey, and the stuff's all there. And then it, when it goes loads complete, the screen then turns into a window, and you get to see down into the kind of the bit where all the light cycles are. And because it's all neon like it is in the, in Tron, it's fucking brilliant and that was a, i was uh, the ride i wasn't so impressed with but the pre-show i was probably Why not impressed with the ride really well. just not that not that fast it looks quite slow uh, not that long hmm. it was it felt a lot shorter than it should be it felt like it was like 400 it's missing about 400 meters worth of track hmm. um but especially when you compare it against say like the velocicoaster or the hulk or hagrid's motorbike something it really, and then you got this awkward fucking virtual queuing system, which I bleh, don't recommend. We got a virtual, we got, we had to pay to get in the queue to do a lightning lane thing because we wanted to do it because we've been looking at it for the last like six years. And then we put on the lightning lane thing, and the lightning lane thing got us in there about 10 30. We were fucking knackered by that time, so we were like, nah, bollocks to that, we're going to bed. Um, but yeah, there were some interesting bits there. Um, what have you heard about Echo? It's shit. I've watched some of it. Um, I mean, you know, it. Right when it when it started, I wasn't expecting the start. So, for about twenty seconds, that had me intrigued, um, and then it kind of went, and it went through the stuff that was in Hawkeye, and it linked to that, and I was like, okay, okay, you know. I don't think Hawkeye was as egregious as a lot of these people are making out um, on their YouTube videos. I'd like to point out at the time, they didn't diss it like they are now. Um, so, you know, I don't think Hawkeye was as bad as a lot of people make it out. But look, it's it, it, it was boring. It didn't really keep me wanting to watch it. The... the um, you know, she kills Kimpin, but doesn't kill Kimpin. But you know he's going to be, you know, em emasculated by the end of it. Um, so you had Daredevil, she, you know, Daredevil in a fight, but all of that. It's like they're trying to do the Netflix gritty version, but it's Disney-fied and shit. Okay. Um, so I've yeah. been watching other people's reactions to it, and uh, I wasn't so... I, I, the annoying thing with Hawkeye is that they could have... How can I put it? They could have, um, they could have sharpened it up a hell of a lot, and made a better script. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they've done that. that. Now, now, uh, I can't remember her name. The person who plays Echo. Now, she's. Uh, how can I put it? Uh, she's shit as an actress. <laughs> this, that, the other. She's shit as an actress. She's just got constant RBF. Yeah, she's got constant RBF. Um, she doesn't look physically intimidating. She can't do the fight sequences. And I've, I've watched clips and stuff. She can't do the fight sequences. She can't act. She can't emote. Uh, she can't use her body language. Uh, she looks fat. Sounds awful. She looks fat and, and out of shape. Um, which I don't like saying. But at the end of the day, um, as far as I know, she... Um, what do you call it? She was an Amazon worker. And then she managed to get the job. On the Hawkeye thing, and then got this, yeah. So she got a payday out of it. Fuck, I salute her for that. Over a million dollars. Over a million dollars. As long as you got over a million dollars, there's no shit. You can be shit at it all you want. I think I would have done the same in your position. Could have watched that fat bearded Englishman fights off Daredevil. <laughs> it, 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 
it's like Disney just want to fail. It, it, it's like it is just they they see they, they they it's almost like ai's are running disney and they don't learn from their mistakes so they just rinse and repeat and like you know again all the interviews and every word is diversity oh we're in 2024 now oh diversity oh but uh, oh if it's this is a 2020 i'm just i am so fucking fed up of hearing every year like it's some kind of fucking significance um you know it doesn't just write good stories god fuck's sake what happened to you but they you know i was talking to my dad the other day and he, he was oh disney are not going to go under i said they might if they have another year like they did the, uh, last year they fucking might um yeah I, I i still think you'll you'll end up seeing the parks get spun off into a separate company I, I just can see it happening because they're not making money. They've got nothing in the pipeline oh, that, no, the, that stands out as exciting. The, the only the thing parks. that I've enjoyed, I will say this, Percy Jackson's been quite good. Really? It's not that bad. Not, not per, you're not getting Percy Jackson confused with Percy Pigs now, are you? No, I've watched it and I've... It's It's been quite entertaining. Okay. I mean, for, it's, for, it's for, diverse... It's a diverse cast, but they don't they don't overplay it. Right? They don't um they don't overplay the fact. You know, they've they've race swapped characters, um, or they've race swapped one character, but again it's not it, it, it look, it, I, I enjoyed it. Maybe it's the mood I'm in, maybe it's just because I've become so sort of um I don't know, sort of like I just don't care anymore. So I just watched some of this stuff, uh, or the fact that I just compared it to Doctor Who. Percy Pig. Just, um, just no, in not, case, I, I just need to check no. for the for the for American watchers. The Percy Jackson the thingy, stories. So there are the, there are these sweets in the UK called Percy Pigs. They're lovely. Yeah, um, but if we're getting confused between Percy Jackson and Percy Pigs, yeah, um, just just saying, Keith. Definitely not Percy yeah. Pigs. Because I can understand you enjoying Percy Pigs. Because Percy Pigs um, are nice. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, per Percy Jackson <laughs> is all right. But I, again, I don't think... I think it's too little too late. Um, it definitely has a production behind it. But again, a lot of the episodes are quite short. So you just... Like Disney, would you just do a fucking 45-minute standard episode? For fuck's sake. Um, but again, you know, you, you I, I would not have... Disney Plus if I didn't fucking pay next to nothing for it. I think it cost me like four quid a year. Um, so if it were, if it was costing me any more than that, I wouldn't bother. Um, I'd download it. But, you know, I get it on 4K on the TV, but for the, for the odd thing that's on there. But Marvel shagged. There, there is nothing in the pipeline that excites me. There's nothing... You know, I, I, I was so bored... You know, I was bored one day and feeling a bit of shit... So I ended up, you know, going through what if. Meh. There was just not a single thing in there that really got me sort of going, oh, this is good. Meh. I, I, what? You know, a lot of people loved Endgame. I'm, I still maintain I don't like Endgame. Infinity War, uh, I, I uh, beat down on because of the, the timing of it. I then, you know, I've since revised my that and I've said it many times on here that I was a bit harsh on Infinity War. Now I watch it and actually it's quite good. But you went from that to Endgame and from then on in, it just bleh. Um, And it's just, you know, with the with the odd exception. Um, and even then, you know, Spider-Man 3, okay, but it wasn't really Kevin Feige and Marvel doing that. Um, and I just, I, what else has Disney got? Oh, oh, we got a load of new Star Wars movies. Oh, those right, are gonna right, pop right. bombs. So, so right. So this is the thing. So, oh, what was her name? What was that name? 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 Uh, I, I don't know. Some cast director. So it's not like she's so, been cast for a talent. She's been cast because she's a um, Asian so she, lady that's so, fighting the power. So, uh, so a documentary filmmaker from Pakistan. She's never made a huge, big budget film. Of Two hundred million dollars is been cast and you're right cast to do the star wars ray movie 
um so just like to point out the following uh, disney have like investor calls this just happened to be before an investor call so the investors are like kind of well what are you doing with star wars um, put the chicken in just quick, it lame. Yeah. <laughs> put chicken in make it lame and that's i reckon was the other, the other thing too is is that someone went and they were like hey we're um what do you call that we're uh trying to uh put a chicken make a lane that's all i could do hang on a second have i got that video well they, I, to... I mean you said it's about time that 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 you know a woman sort of shaped star wars i mean for fuck's sake right it's like she's making out she's the first type first woman to direct i mean bryce dallas howard directed three episodes of the mandalorian um and you've had uh what's his face directing everyone um i mean she's not the first she's the first director of a movie um but no one gives a shit you see again they they must be living in this bubble and they don't use the internet so they must all have like nokia 3010s right running around hollywood they haven't got smartphones because they're incapable of reading the internet so they must think raise the you know the most popular character no one's going to go and see this movie no one it is it, if it makes 300 or four, I'll revise it slightly because it probably will make 300. If it makes 400 million at the cinema globally, I'll be shocked. Yeah. Put a chicken in, make a living. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was going back to the investor call. So they announced this thing with the investor call, and because of. Put a chicken in, make a living gay. Because that, that's the attitude, they went and. and Oh, oh, um, we're a South Park meme now. And they went, uh, John Favreau, John Favreau, or his name is, um, f fucking, uh, uh, Mandalorian TV show. Yeah, we'll do that. David Filoni. It's vape. It, this is the, the term in software is vaporware. This is, this is never going to see the light of day ever. Well, the Dave Filoni. Because Patty Jenkins, a... where's Rogue, where's the Rogue Squadron? Yeah, it's, it, that's it, a yeah. fucking easy win. But the where's Dave, Fil the Dave Filoni movie was, was announced prior. Um, but this wasn't a Dave Filoni movie. Well, it was. That's it was the only one I can think is genuine. It was the Mandalorian series. The, 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 so we've got the no, Mandalorian. No, that was, no, no, he was Air to the Empire, not Mandalorian. So what's the movie they've announced I was paying now? attention. What's the movie they've Sorry? announced now? Because it's meant they've to be like... They've announced a Mandalorian movie being helmed by John Favreau. I thought they'd already announced that, so I might be wrong. Um, where is Tycho? Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but Tycho, Ty, people are finally waking up to him. People are finally waking up to that he's shit because his TV series, pirate TV series, has been cancelled. Um, he's not directing the next four movie. Oh, shock. Um, so, you know, you, you know, no. But look... You know, I mean, there's no Marvel movies slated for this year, is there yet? Or am I wrong here? I don't think there is. Um, uh, no, I, Deadpool. I, well, that's... Mm, that's mm, it, Deadpool. That's not really an MCU movie. That's a Ryan Reynolds movie. No, no, um, it's going it's, uh, to... I'm hoping they're going to use that to reset everything. Marvel well, just kills the, the thing and start, they start all over again. But... Did you, did, you see him accept, did you see him accepting his award for Welcome to Wrexham? Um, he dressed no. up as Deadpool, so it was Deadpool accepting on behalf of Ryan Reynolds and the other one. Quite funny. Um, and he swears. <laughs> he swears, I'm coming for you, motherfuckers. Um, he says that in his acceptance speech. Um, so, um, but Deadpool's not, I don't see Deadpool as an MCU movie. I don't. I mean, it might be now set in the MCU. Um, but all they're going to do is take the piss out of it. I mean, you know, they got set in the X-Men universe and they just ripped the piss out of it. Um, yeah. You know, it, I mean, and he broke the fourth wall. You know, we, you know, McAvoy or fucking uh, Stewart was when you know what Professor X is it? McAvoy or Stewart, um, and things like that. So it's going to be more of that. You know that Ryan Reynolds is not going to do a fucking movie where the studio interfere with it that much. You just know. Um, but yeah, it will be a Grogu movie. But I just, I don't, I don't care that series, season three of The Mandalorian destroyed any good grace that that series had um they released the book of boba fett which definitely destroyed most of the well 
the Mandalorian episodes were the only good ones in the Boba Fett. Um, but then we got season three of Boba Fett, uh, of Mandalorian, and it was shite. Um, mm-hmm. So um, didn't bother. Um, but um, I'm not. I don't care. Don't care. There's nothing. The only thing I'm interested in seeing out of Disney right now is Andor season two. Um, but I have a feeling that's going to be shit because what's his face left halfway through because of the right strike. Um, but I would quite like to see Andor season two anyway, um, just to see it finished off. Um, yeah. But there's nothing there. There's nothing coming from Disney that really interests me. Um, there's no more Star Trek legacy news, so that's kind of dead. Uh, any promise that Doctor Who had, well, that's kind of dead. Oh, so let's oh, hang bring on. on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let's just, let's just, just. We got a couple of bits of Doctor Who stuff that we want to talk. I want to talk about. One was I didn't watch the Christmas Doctor Who because um, it looks shit. That's all I want. Dancing fucking goblins in Doctor Who. Oh, it's going to be more fantasy than sci-fi. Our sci-fi fucking show. Seriously, guys, what the fuck's going on here? And the other thing too is um, Nakuti Gatwa is becoming. I get this disingenuous feeling from him. I genuinely mean this. And the reason I get this just disingenuous feeling from him because he has his English accent, his Scottish accent, and his fucking Ghanaian or Rwandan accent. And, and he keeps slipping between them and he can't keep it. David Tennant is Scottish. He managed to keep his fucking English accent all the way through. No one's bringing him up on this. It just seems that there was uh, a gay joke about having three fingers inserted into your ass. Um in the Christmas special, and I was like, no, and I looked, I went, oh, yes. Um, we've got that, and then um, Russell T. Davis, uh, oh, so hang on a second, Peter Capaldi says he's never going back to Doctor Who. I think he's in uh, Christopher Eccleston's camp, where it's like, no, fire well, fucking everyone. You, you, you've seen this, because he's now, Eccleston has now alluded to the fact that the statement that Russell T. Davis put out afterwards about him being tired was what caused him not to get work for ages, right? And then somebody went, you know, because then there was the big fallout, and that's when the fallout happened. Um, and Eccleston has, you know, has, has kind of confirmed this. And then you watch the first episode, the David Tennant thing. What does David Tennant whisper? Tennant in- say to the Prime Minister, doesn't she look tired? I- and I know that was done on purpose because I know he's a bitch. Yep. I mean, he is bitchy. He, he, he you, you've seen that in all the interviews recently, where and the way he responds to people on on X. Um, plug the X; it just doesn't have the same ring. Um, but um, you, you've seen his response. He, he's just an arsehole, and and he's a bitchy, bitchy, you know, catty, stereotyped gay person which they're not by the way um i'm not i'm not you know saying that but he is no you do have the aggressive homosexuals to try and you you do but i you know most (laughs) of the people are but there's not straight like that as well but you know i mean luckily um i mean i've known quite a few and there's only one that i can think that's had that kind of bitchy side um to them Um, do i know this person no um, it was a friend of my mum's, um, but or what well, ex friend of my mum's, I should say. But um, I, 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 I watched the Christmas special, and all right, I want to know who fucking Anita Dobson is playing because she's I hate the Rani. The rain, what was it? She's Mrs. Full Rain, Full Anagram of Rain, Rani. Simple. Go, move on. That's yeah, it. I'm hoping that's Practical. what she is, but some people are saying she's River Song, and I went. It can't be, but then I, I can see bloody Russell Oh, let's Kibos ruin River's Diego. song. Yeah, I can let's see Zigo doing Let's ruin River's song. Let's get Stephen Moffat's yeah. questionable character, I'll say, because people, people, like people are now beginning to criticise the bi-generation now that the press has gotten over, you know, climbed out of their own asses and realised it was an ego thing. They're now beginning to sort of realise that the ratings weren't particularly good. There's people, you know, trying to justify four million viewers over Christmas. Oh, we're living in a streaming world now. Blah blah blah. Yeah, okay, we are. That that will down the ratings. 
But curiously, most people watch terrestrial television on a fucking Christmas day because they can't be asked to stream something. So they have it on in the background. So actually, yeah. viewing figures tend to go up on Christmas day in the UK purely because people can't be fucked to go onto Netflix and find something, right? So that's, you know, that's, you know, they are still low rate ratings. If it had been six or seven million on Christmas Day, I would have gone, all right, fair enough. That's quite a high-rated episode of Doctor Who in this thing. 4.2 million. Fuck off. That's that's people mm. not tuning in. Um, now, you've scared them all off, and you produce, you're producing shite. It was, it, it was uh, the, still the best of the four episodes, in many ways. It was the best of the four episodes. Um, in any other era she you know the 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 um the new the new companion would have been ruby sunday would have been interesting if it'd been done if she'd been done in his original run she could have been interesting but she is rose effectively um mm. just with a different edge he's trying to put mystery you know mysterious sort of stuff and intrigue into it but he ruined that with his 60th anniversary specials that just really didn't do it. And people are now, you know, it's again, it's people looking with rose-tinted glasses, excuse the pun, but they are. And now he's trying to get, oh, I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be hinting at that. And I'm no one cares. I, I didn't think much of the special, to be no honest. No, I didn't. Um, Sorry. Uh, Sorry hang, on, hang, no hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I agree with one of those. Not the other one. <laughs> As I said, you'll be begging for fucking Moffat by the time this is all over and done with. Um, um, but you're right. No one cares. It's... Right, so... Oh, dull. Oh, oh, right. So, apparently, Russell T. Davis has got a... a biography... Ah, my camera's died. Shit. Uh-oh. You'll, ha you'll, you'll have to... You'll have to go to the... Uh, um, you'll have to go to the... Um, can you put your image up, or is your camera properly died? Hang on a second. It's it's. Uh, hang on. Just change, please. I don't want to. Right, hang on. One moment. One moment, Corey. Um. Anyway, from my hello. point of view. Um, oh, hello. Um, hello. Sorry, I've I've got this rather ugly yellow hue, which the ca other camera sorts the fuck out. But anyway, <laughs> right. So. What was I saying? Oh yeah. So Russell T. Davis brought out like some autobiography and stuff, and um, yeah, yeah, the guy's got a fucking ego problem. He's a oh. bitty, catchy, gay person. Not oh. to, to 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 lean into stereotypes, but uh, apparently George Lucas was in London, and uh, Russell T. Davis couldn't be bothered to go to London to have a chat with him about um, Star Wars Underworld. Um, he wanted to talk to him about it, so he couldn't even be bothered to sort a fucking phone call out, yeah? So, and it was just like, I know why he did it. Do you know, I know why he did it, because Stephen Moffat was working with Steven Spielberg, and he left Steven Spielberg because I want to do Doctor Who. And Steven Spielberg was like, fair enough, that's what you're passionate about, I completely understand it. And he said, I got Joe Cornish to, to sort out the rest of the script for Tintin at the time, which was a, the thing he was writing for. Um, which makes Moffat seem fucking so much cooler. But, I mean, the trailer to the next season, the new season, there's only way, the only way to say it was, it was gay, 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 with a, with, with, with a side yeah. of gay. And it was like, every, I, I, look, you can say diversity, but diversity truly means equality. And there's nothing equal about this. It, you know, I just, it, it, there were moments, uh, there were there, there member berries throughout that Christmas special. There were member berries. And, you know, some of it felt like the very first episode of Doctor Who. You know, the, the shopping centre, the snowman on top of the shopping centre collapsing. It, you know, it was a hint back to Rose working in a shopping centre. There were moments, but the thing is, I, I just don't think Russell T. Davis can write anymore. Not not like he, he you know, he hasn't got better with time. He's got worse with time. Um, there's, there, there doesn't seem to be anything that imaginative. You know, I want to do goblins. Okay, wow. All right. Where did the goblins come from? Explain the goblins. You know, it, 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 it's just... 
It feels lazy. It feels lazy. It's because it's lazy. Yeah. Not too worried it, about it. It just feels lazy. And I'm I um, wasn't Yeah, I'm not loving it. I didn't love it. I, I I thought I'd love it, but I didn't love it. Um and uh yeah, uh I'm I'm done with Doctor Who as well now, so it's just like but look, there are things to the thing. I I I I, I look, Monarch wasn't stunningly brilliant, but it wasn't shit. Um, and it wasn't too egregious uh, towards the end, and it was watchable, and it didn't make me cringe every five seconds. Was it the best first season? No, but it did have Monster Smash um, in it. Oh, and, did, um, and it did end with King Kong. It did. Um, and, and it generally had a good twist at the end of episode nine that I did not see coming. Um, and I was like, no fucking way. And that's what a TV, it should surprise. It should delight. And it kind of did that. It didn't always do it successfully. It, it, you know, but it does tie into all the other films. So if you like the, you know, the, the Monarch Godzilla films, there is a lot here to get your fucking, you know, um, sort of head round. And there's some great little nods and moments and it kind of brings them all together. It shows where the next Godzilla film is going. And therefore, I, I, I thought Monarch was okay. Um, the, the Beyond for All Mankind ended on an extremely emotional um, episode. Truly quite a good ending. Um, brilliantly well done. For And no one died. Spoiler. Because they always kill somebody oh. off at the end of it. And they didn't kill anybody off. Um, um, but it was done in... But almost a worse thing happened, um, and it was tragic. But it was done in a very emotional way. So I kind of enjoyed for all mankind, but I kind of enjoyed the the alternative thing. Um, so that was okay. So I I've got things to hope for. I hope we get a fifth season of for all mankind. I hope we get another season of Monarch because I watched that shit. The new crime series featuring Peter Capaldi. Ah, uh, don't TV. ruin that. Don't ruin that. I watched like the first 10 minutes and I had to go to the gym. So don't ruin that for me, please. I'm not going to ruin it for don't. you. I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, he does play a sinister motherfucker. Well, does our Mr. Capaldi. Um, so that's all I'll say. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Um, but I enjoyed that, is what I'm saying. So um, Apple TV still has some good shit on it. Um mm. So I'm enjoying that. As I've mentioned before, Ted's been quite good. Um, Let's talk about something much more, much more entertaining and more exciting, which is last episode, Slow Horses. What did you make of it? Loved it. Mm. I loved it. It had it had the, the reveal at the end with Standish in the petrol station, um, Duffy and Hobbs, the two dogs from the park got it. The woman in charge, I can't remember her bloody name now. The woman in charge, uh, she got it. Um, it was yep. fucking brilliant. But I don't I, uh, think, because I, I think I know who What's-His-Face, uh, Guy's Bolter actor is playing. Because if it's going to toe the line of the book, she is not going to be the boss of MI5 in the next series yet. So... Okay. Um, and you're right where it's going. Well, it's definitely going there. It's going with the granddad going senile. Um, so there's more to come out. Um, but the trailer looked good. Um, I loved fucking What's-His-Face driving the bus through the house. Completely. Oh, purpose. my God. Uh, right, so so let's just, just, just recap, okay? So Slow Horses, the, the, the story goes as follows. There was this guy who was an agent in Istanbul and his girlfriend at the time, I think also was a fellow agent in Istanbul had uncovered a thing they called uh, footprint and footprint was, it sounds like it's some kind of weapon um, similar to the uh, audio thing that was, they said that was being the U S were using um, hospitalized a few people, not good. Um, we were hurting people. She gets killed off. He wants to, to find her, um, find out who did it now. The head of MI5, I can't remember the actress's name. I think she was brilliant as the bad guy. Mm. Fucking really enjoyed her as a bad guy. Um, and Diane Tavernish, um, 
Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry, it was, it was responsible for this. And Diane Tavernish, who's the second in charge, wants her job. And the only way she can get a job is if she gets her out. Now, she fucked up, so she secretly fed information to the, the boyfriend who was... Uh, I can't remember his name, Donovan. Boyfriend Donovan, who they said they hid it in the grey books in the archive. Tavernish was put in charge of the archive, so it's pretty obvious if you go back and watch it on a second viewing. Um and then the slow horses are then yanked around by a tiger team, which is like a, a team that's designed to probe security of, in this case, MI5. So River like tries to be like the hero, just fucks it up completely. Um, but he still manages to to give Duffy and Hobbs that they call them the dogs that are supposed to be the in-house security for MI, MI5, um, the runaround, which embarrasses the fuck out of them for a second time. Um, and then after that, they managed to get Donovan. Then manages to kidnap Standish. Then they managed to negotiate their way into the 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 archive to get look at the grey books. They confirm they're not interested in the grey books. They're interested in this document called the footprint. So Standish is being held at house, um, and they uh, and the other half of the slow horses are going off to the thing. Um, and then you've got scratch and sniff. The Gambler, I love that. That's a great... The Gambler, Scratch, and then you've got the woman, I can't remember her name, but she's uh, uh, she likes taking cocaine. That's why she's called Sniff. Um, and they've been they've been told to, to go to the archives to back up River, and I can't remember her name, as Donovan and the others are looking at the Grey Books because the dogs, as in Hobbs and um, uh, Duffy, have been told to go into the archive and kill everyone so there's no evidence yeah then go to the house and kill everyone so there's no evidence so naturally um jackson lamb goes to the house to help rescue standish because he's got a, believe it or not he's an arsehole but he still has more of an affinity for standish than anyone else um so he then goes to the to the uh, to the house where standish is being caught and the others go to the scratch and sniff and that then start heading towards that so they've sent in this team, which is the um, what they've, chieftain, I think they call them, which is like the thingy. Mm. And they've sent the chieftain team, and they're going to murder them. Now you think from from my from what I said last time, I watched it, chieftain are going to be the assholes, and the dogs are going to be the good guys. It turns out I got the fucking wrong way round. Um, so you've got this guy called Douglas who runs the archive. He's slightly autistic. He's a lovely fella. Didn't want to hurt anyone, and because he can't stop fucking talking, Duffy shoots him in the back of a van. Um, which is not good. And that's the bit that fucking got me. Mm. Yeah, he could have knocked him out, done something with him, but he fucking, he killed him. And he's just a lovely fellow. He's, he's come across as a lovely fellow. He was like kind of really nerdy, this, that, and the other. Wouldn't fucking, said boot to a goose sort of person. And uh, Duffy shoots him in the back of the van. Um, and it's great because he shoots him in the back of the van and the chieftain guys are like, that's not good. <laughs> that's the response. They had a look on their face because he didn't, didn't have to say it because um, they had to tell a story. So they go, that's not good. That's not the way this is supposed to play out. We're expected to have actual combat with combatants firing back us, not murdering civilians in the back of vans. Hmm. Anyway, um, Chieftain then worked their way into the library and they start having a, a standing fight with River. I can't remember the, the woman's name. What's the woman's name? Um, anyway, Which one? Donovan and Donovan's uh, yeah. brother-in-law. And they, um, they're having like a, a, a gunfight with them. A grenade goes off, knocks River out. Um, they then they then I should push them back, and while that's happening, scratch and sniff, <laughs> fucking driving to the family car. I should like to point out that I'm gonna call him Scratch. Scratch his family car in the in where the spare tire should be. There's a small arsenal of guns. <laughs> and, you... um, oh, I've, yeah. Come. You, I mean, you've you've built up to the last episode, but the I mean, the thing I I liked I enjoyed about the last episode was. There was a kind of Home Alone nod with um, with uh, oh, oh, fucking... no, oh, hang on a second, hold on, no, yeah. no, 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 let the story the story develop because you've got them fighting at the archive with Chieftain, and then you've got one of the Chieftain guys and Hobbs going to the house to kill Standish, and um, the the girl I can't remember, Allison, who, who's who's one of the hostage takers. Anyway, Jackson Lamb and Ho managed to get there first. The problem is that um, Jackson Lamb won't let Ho go anywhere near the house because he'll probably fuck things up, which is the worst thing. And um, Jackson Lamb, um, he yeah, you're right. He home alones it. So he sets up the the door to to uh, make sure flamethrower on the door. So when you open the door, fucking blasts you with an aerosol and a lighter. 
Um, he then puts a load of crisps on the stairs, which he seems quite mad because he says to the woman, he goes, if you hear the, the sounds of someone standing on crisps, you just turn around there, just fire down the, down the, uh, the thing and, and kill them. And then he, the one thing, the one thing even Jane at work said to me was the bit where he gets a knife from the kitchen yeah, and he snaps it me. off and sticks it in, in the banister. So he puts like um, Ho's stupid smart mug on the thingy. So the guy slips. And as he slips, he puts his hands on the banister and there's a big fuck off knife. And he slashes Hobbs. This is the one of the MI5 mm. guys. Slashes his hand, which is, looks really fucking painful. Mm. Yeah. And um, Jackson then fucking outclassed all of them, the two of them. Mm. It, was, it was absolutely brilliant the way he did it because he set it up and he had um, Standish hiding in the cupboard. And Hobbs figured out that he could go to the he figured out that she was hiding in the cupboard and it's great because you see you figure out it hiding in the cupboard and all of a sudden pff, lamp from behind just blows his brains out and it was like standish comes up goes, did you use me as bait i killed the guy for crying out loud i thought thank you wouldn't go and miss but, but it, it, that was done really well yeah it's after that that's the thing that made because they kill them all <laughs> no <laughs> that's the bit that i started laughing because like Oh shit, Ho hasn't saved the day here. <laughs> and the next thing, fucking house comes. He drives this party bus into the house. Having killed everybody, Ho comes in to save the day. And it's like, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Saving the day. Yeah. <laughs> the day's already saved. <laughs> so, yeah. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it's. Um... But they escape the archives, but they kill. I mean, Duffy got killed. That was nice. You know, you know, you've always thought you're better than me, and then like, he fucking kicks his ass. But it's uh, what's her face that you know smacks him, isn't it? In the end, kills him. But Duffy it's, got. Oh it. yeah, because Duffy. Because I didn't think Duffy got it at first. Because I went back and rewatched it, and you can see quite clearly she smashed the back of his skull in. I thought she knocked him out. Because I thought it was going to be okay, fair enough. But she smashed the fucking back of his skull in. Anyway, because we right, so we did the, the the fight at the house. The the other one was the fight at the the um the archive. So Paul mm. Douglas cops it in the back of a van. They're now encroaching on them. They've managed to find the footprint document. Um, Rivers had a grenade in the face because it's had to go through several shelves worth of archive boxes. He's on his ass, but he's not out. If that makes any sense. Mm. They managed them to pace the retreat and they're going down the one exit where they've got what well, how can I put it? They've got it so it's um uh it's a trap, basically. They've they've got them pinned in. Scratch and Sniff have seen this. They've taken guns from the back of Scratch's van. Uh, sorry, Sniff's van Scratch's van. And the two of them are now trying to circle round and take them out beforehand. Unfortunately, they've managed to make it into a into a, like a warehouse bit and they're pinned down by gunfire. So um, Scratch says to Sniff, it goes, I'll cover you, and you run behind them and shoot them, yeah? And she's like, oh, why don't you do it? Blah, 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 blah. And they get to an argument. She says, fine, fine, I'll do it, like that. It goes, but there's one thing. And he turns around and goes, I hope you get clean after. And she goes, fuck off, you sanctimonious prick, which I loved. Because <laughs> it's like, no, I like cocaine. I'm going to keep doing it, <laughs> which I found quite amusing. So she then scoots around the back. She goes to shoot them. She jammed the fucking gun. <laughs> So, and then uh, she gets into. She managed to kill one, and then she managed to kill other. It's really. Um, it's not like when you got like Echo, where she's beating the crap out of someone bigger than her. It's fucking messy. It's um, what do you call it? It's it's a bit shit in regards to to the fight. And they managed to take care of them, and then Duffy's then sending more people. So the the people surrounding the the what do you call it the the hull are getting less by the time. Anyway, takes them out. More people turn up. Scratch turns around and says, I'll take care of this. Sniff runs back to his car and runs down the remaining two in the car. Um, he has a fight. Scratch has a fight with with, with Duffy. Um, and again, that's fucking messy. And there's a great bit where... Um, I'll get that to the bit, bit in a moment. But she... Uh, was it Sniff manages to... I love her calling them the Sniff. She managed to sort them out. And there's a bit where River and... I can't remember her fucking name. Driving me out the wall. Um, in the hole, but they can't poke their heads out because they get shot. But the other thing, they've got the other part of Chieftain coming down the yeah. tunnel, shooting at them. So he fires down the, the tunnel. This guy goes to shoot up. He throws the gun down. He goes, oh, I've broken my finger like that. He says, get out of the way, you fucking idiot, because I'm going to break the other one. Anyway, by that time, he gets out. They man Those two manage to get out, and Sniff drops a bloody grenade down there and takes, out the, takes the two out, wiping them all out. And it's just amazing because it's like... 
You've got the slow horses, which are fucking losers. Yeah, absolute fucking losers. And they managed to take out this um, PMC and 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 two of the dogs at the same time too between them. Um, mm. And then Duffy's having a fight with Thing, and I can't remember her name. She runs up behind him. She gets put like rebar with a big chunk of concrete and smashes the back of his head in, um, killing him. Um, and it's it's um, deserved. It. it was really good. And then and then we get to the end where. Standish, Ho, and Lamb are going back. And Standish keeps talking about a guy called... Um, what was his name? Charles? Charles. I can't remember his surname, but he was her boss. And... Yeah, so Charles, this this guy, she's always going on about it. And mm. she, she, what do you call it? She gets into thinking, she's going on about it. Charles Parnish or something along those lines. Anyway, um, Jackson Lamb's fucking had enough because he's just he's gone out of his way to save her life where he could have gone out of his way to save the others. And he just says to her, goes, look, I'll tell you the truth about him. He was setting you up because he was being paid off by the fucking Russians. And because you were a drunk, yeah, he was pushing everything towards you and he was setting you up. Yeah. And it's like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, OK, cool. Um, and uh, she uh, she gets upset with him uh, and she fucks off. And um, what do you call it? Ho. Ho doesn't give a um, doesn't give a toss and because you want to give a lift time. Like, no, no, she knows what she's doing. So you know the reason why um, Charles Parnish, whoever his name was, killed off, and why and and she also reveals the fact that Jackson Lamb, even though he acts like a complete dick, actually does care about the people he works with. And yeah, you know, he does. You a know bit. that. Yeah, I mean, he he does a bit, and I mean he treats them like shit, but he does a bit. Yeah, I mean to do what he does, he must somewhat care um but i mean the ending is that i mean what's his face goes to his grandfather and the grandfather burns the file but there was two copies of it oh no no he he, he took out the one part and left the interesting bit in the car mm. which i thought was it was just great because he knew, he knew that his grandfather was going to do that and standish was very um not standish um taverner was very happy that he did that the river had uh had released those 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 and, documents in regards, and then we got a season four trailer, which was like awesome. We got a season four. Oh yeah, four. And, and, and it ends and it ends five. with, and it ends with the following, and it's got Jackson Lamb going, "Well, oh, one of my staff have just died," and you're like, "Who? Who copped it?" And I, I said to the missus, "It can't be River, because um, River's kind of important to the story." I enjoyed the hell out of it. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Um, I just want to um, reply to Steve. Um, there is one thing, if you're an old school Doctor Who fan, you should see. There is a trailer for season 15, but they've done a three, four minute little episode with Leela in it. So if you're a fan of like the Baker years and after Sarah Jane Smith came Leela, um, there is a four minute thing of Leela basically at the end of the time war and it feels like Doctor Who um, it's playing the Murray Gold soundtrack it feels like Doctor Who um, and it was genuinely brilliant um, it's also, not a lot oh, and then you get a season also, 15 trailer Go on. also all the old Doctor Who's are on the BBC iPlay they are but this season 15's got all the effects has been redone so it's all you know but it's Tom Baker a lot of people say that season 15 with Baker was pretty damn good. It's not Genesis of the Daleks, but it was pretty good. Um, but the Leela video at the beginning, it's its quite good. It's quite good. And it is in character, if you remember Leela, because she was a strong warrior type woman. And when she's at the end facing facing the doom from the Daleks, uh, she does a thing, and it's pretty good. Um, and if you're an old school Doctor Who fan, it's worth watching. Um but yeah, season four, there is a season five. Got a season five. It's got a season four and a season five, which is awesome. Um, Slow Horses, if you've never seen it, watch it on Apple TV. Um, Biffa mentioned this, Warner Brothers merging with Paramount. Yeah, I heard this. I, 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 I heard this. Um, but I don't think at the moment Star Trek's going to change. I mean... Strange New Worlds is well and truly into shooting, which I'm surprised at. Still no mention of Legacy, which is a fucking mistake. 
and they're blowing the trumpet about Discovery Season 5 that no one except a small minority of people give a shit about. Um, and then what else have we got? Well, we have got Prodigy Season 2 on Netflix. And if you've not seen Season 1 of Prodigy, it is now on Netflix. Watch the last 10 episodes. It's pretty fucking good. Um, if you like Star Trek Voyager, watch it. It's genuinely quite good. And we have a Season 2 of Prodigy to look forward to. So... That's all right. So I say I'm completely done with Star Trek. That's not entirely true. I will watch Prodigy because it's kind of a sequel to Voyager in a way. Um, so I might watch Prodigy. I'll have to watch that next fucking episode of Strange New Worlds when it comes out just to see how it fucking ends. Um, because, you know, cliffhangers. I hate cliffhangers, even when they're shit. <laughs> um, so... Um, yeah, B five. Uh, if uh, that sounds interesting, mm. cartoon was good. So, cartoon was generally yeah. fucking good. Uh, the, um, the downside to the cartoon was it was more for um, how can I put fans? it? Uh, fans rather than new people. Yeah, don't the, give a shit. I am a fan. <laughs> it was for me. Yeah, I for know. once. After being told for years that you know it's not for you, you know Star Wars. Oh, it's not for you anymore. Star Trek. Oh, it's not for you anymore. Dot two, it's not for you anymore. B5, this is for you. Thank you. I'll have it. And I'll accept it. Not the one. Um, <laughs> I'll accept it. Um, so, no, I don't give a shit. I, 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 I liked it. Um, and I am a fan. So, meh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, we didn't really finish off the Star Wars news about, about what that city director has said, but... Ray movie is going to bomb. The Filoni Ray series. Movie. Ray movie's never coming out, Keith. I put money on that. It's meant to be in production. And it's meant to be starting. They've got the studio time booked. It's meant to be shot at Pinewood. So, uh, uh, you know, and you book that. I'm going to phone, phone Pinewood up and say, okay, hi, guys. Uh, you, you say it's not going to happen. I think it is. This is it's madness. But uh, I think you're oh. just plowing money into it. Let them... Look, they're going to crash and burn. They are going to crash and burn, and it's going to be marvellous to watch. That's because the name then the maybe Hollywood will wake up. It, it is, oh boy, tonight. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think this is just... I, 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 they keep talking about it, and I'm like, mm, really? It's Where's my Patty Jenkins one? Where's the guys from... Um, what do you call it? From... Uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Game of Thrones, yeah. Where's uh, uh, Ryan well, Johnson's trilogy? Where's... Well, they are busy making the three body problem on Netflix, and the latest trailer for that was like, eh, "What the fuck is this?" Um, and it mm. wasn't like, "What the fuck is this?" in a bad way. It was like, uh, "This actually looks quite good." <laughs> so mm. now look, I fucking hated Game of Thrones season eight, right? But I blame that silly, fat, lazy fuck for not writing the book. Um, because when they had material to work with, Game of Thrones was quite good, um, when they had the material to work with, when they were like made to make use their own material, should we say, that it got shit. So they are working from a pre-established trilogy of books, right? Whatever. I don't know the story of the three-body problem that much. I know so a little bit of it. Whatever the fuck is going on, it's got an amazing cast, and that latest trailer looks kind of awesome. That's all I'm going to say. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, the term, which is the right, so this is something I, 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 I do like, is the, the there's a term in it for a, a, a weapon type, yeah? And it's called a dimensional strike weapon. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it flattens space. So it drops a dimension out of space. So we exist in four dimensional space because of time. So you flatten it down to three dimensions and you can flatten it down to two dimensions and you can flatten it down to one dimension, yeah? And apparently that the universe existed in like 12 dimensions, but because people have been using these dimensional strike weapons, it shrank down to four, dimension, four dimensions and there are pockets of five dimensional space that you can hide in, which is an interesting concept, um, which I really fucking like. But, uh, yeah, I find it really fucking depressing, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, well, the trailer looks good. Um, that's all I'm going to say. The trailer looks good. Um, 
so let's see what they do with it um i mean on the surface game of thrones was quite fucking depressing but good on tv yeah that might be why i didn't might, that might be that i watched the first episode and includes incest and almost child attempted child murder i'm like uh, I don't not know. really my subjects i'll be honest with you no i can get it um but the the trailer looked good that's all i'll say but I'll, I'll have to go back and watch it because there is a Chinese version of the three body problem too. Well, it's a ch Chinese author. Um, so I know it's a Chinese or season, season Lu. Yeah. Um, but I, I generally don't think there's anything coming from Disney that I'm in, at all interested in at the moment. I don't think there's any movies I know about, but I'm like, I've caught my attention really that much. The move, the, the next movie is the holdovers for me. That's yes, I thought that had come out. I thought it was a Christmas movie. Not, it, you, not it comes out the nineteenth over here. The trailer got. So me I have to wait till the nineteenth. I've Christmas got to see minus one, <clears throat> but I, I suspect it's still going to be a few months before I get to see that. But I'll buy a poster. Yes, I know, but you Best know, you know, two weeks, two weeks, two. That's all I'm saying. I was I I described I described Godzilla minus one to my son on the chat train, and I started getting emotional because it was so fucking good when I was recalling it. I was like, I'm like, oh right, hang on a second. I'm gonna let me just find you the clip of Godzilla's atomic breath in Godzilla minus one. Have you seen I, it? I, I think to, it's, it's the bit was. where he's like, ching 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 ching, <laughs> dude. Um... <laughs> But um, I want to see minus one so badly. I I genuinely want to see minus one so badly. Um, but you know, I'll 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 go to his shop and I'll get a poster. <laughs> oh yeah, peeps. Um, I might as well announce this. I'm going to Japan in two weeks. Wait, so excited. Um, yes. So I am really excited. It's only for a few days, but I can't fucking wait. I'm going to geek. Yeah. Varna. Um, <laughs> no. It's one of them. It's Mecca. You're a weeb. Go to Nintendo shop. Fucking cool. Oh, it's awesome. The trouble is, right? That version of Godzilla, like the Japanese version of the Godzilla, right? Less so in minus one, but certainly like Shinto Godzilla and before that. The problem I have, right, is every time I see that version of Godzilla, I just see the Chirrut monster in the back of my fucking head. Because <sighs> it's, it's the white eyes. It's the white eyes. It's like, oh shit, it's the Chirrut monster. <laughs> you know the what I'm talking monster. about, right? Everybody watching this is going to have no fucking idea what i'm talking about this is an old advert and i am talking old this is this is going back <laughs> so fucking long <laughs> over a quarter of a century um <laughs> that's how fucking old it is um but it it does it does remind me i mean they well they did base the turret monster on fucking constantly <laughs> london's under but beware, this goblin brute is a master of disguise. <laughs> I still love it. Yeah, matey. Do not confront him. Always carry your regulation chewits. There's nothing chewier. And keep the enemy from your door. It's Chewing. the one eyes. When you see the white eyes like that, it's like... If Godzilla picks up some chewits, I'm going to laugh. Um, yes. But no, I will try. See, the, the, the trouble is, he, um, it, it, because it's a Japanese movie, and by the way, I think it has now become the highest grossing international Japanese film of all time. Um, so it's, yeah, it's on to make 100 so. million. It's on to make 100 million. Uh, so it's doing very, very well at the box office. Uh, but because of that, the release on it isn't there. So it could be months before it's released. Um, but I've got. Like, if it doesn't come out here and it doesn't come out on the UK, I will get it bought in Japan and sent to me. <laughs> um, because I now have numerous contacts in Japan. I have a guide for day one, which is going to be awesome. 
Um, so I have numerous contacts now in Japan, so I will get it purchased. But there is no way I'm not watching that film. Um, I, I need to see it. I've, I've just everyone that's seen it has said how good it is. So hmm. um, yeah, I have to. It see really it. is, and 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 it's great because it's you actually give a shit about the people in there. Hmm. Seriously, it's a drama with Godzilla in it. That's what I've yes. heard. It's a drama film with Godzilla. It, it's closer to Jaws than any other type of movie. Hmm. Seriously, Godzilla's Jaws. He I literally turns that. up, causes merry havoc, and that, that and that's the way I think it should be. Um, it, I think it's a def- I, if you ask me what the definitive Godzilla is, that. Well, yes. Simple. I mean, I, I, it's going to be interesting seeing what uh, friends say when I get there because. You know, they're surprised that what you know, because one of them was like, You want to go to the Godzilla shop? It's like, Yeah. It's like, Why? It's fucking Godzilla. <laughs> you need to watch my live stream because every chance I get to go, Oh no, it's a Godzilla. No. <laughs> yeah. Doing it, doing it, doing it. Um, <laughs> I'm finding the Godzilla hotel. I'm going to stand outside it. And when he breathes, I am going to do it. It's going to be yeah. a TikTok. It's going to be my, my on my Insta. I'm doing it. Um, what's this? just just a, this was this is I, I missed this because it was on my local cinema for one bloody week. This is a, 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 um, a what do you call it? This is a, a story where everyone starts dreaming about Nicolas Cage uh, and then it goes from nice dreams to fucking horrible dreams and nightmares and everyone's after him. And, and, and that's what I got from the trailer. I don't know if that's the, the extent of the story. Um, but that's the premise of it, and um, I wanted to watch it, so I'm going to see if I can find it, um, which is good. So, yes, it's um, anyway. Uh, uh, let's um, what do you put call it? it? Uh, put a bow on it. Yeah, we'll have to. Sorry. Put a bow on it. Put a bow on it. So, um, yeah, yes. we've got the final of um, preacher uh, reacher next week. So, I'm um, I'm delaying watching Ted. Because I, I need shit to watch on the plane because I'm flying cheapy, cheapy Air Asia. Um, so they don't have TVs on the plane. I mean, fucking six and a half hour flight with no TV. So I'm like storing things up to watch on the plane. And Ted will be one of them. I, I love the first episode. So if you're in the US and you've got Peacock, watch Ted. It's quite good. If you like Family Guy. If you're not into Seth MacFarlane humor, you will hate it. If you loved it, if you loved the original Ted movie, you will love this. It's brilliant. Okay. So, um, I think you're right. We should wrap this bastard up and put a bow on it. Thank you very much for, for watching. We'll be back next week where Keith will be trying not to talk about Star Wars. I haven't. You brought up Star Wars. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> So true. Yeah. Uh, I think it's yeah. I had someone someone was texting me saying that oh, Star Wars is dead. And I'm like, dude, I was this I was here this time last year. He, he he's way um, ahead of you. Um, I was being all optimistic. Twenty twenty four. Thank. Less optimistic. So, <laughs> so thanks for watching. Thanks to 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 be a stupid gamer. Thanks to Steve Niles. Thanks to Laurie. Thanks Laurie. to Biffa. Thanks to Chuck. Chuck, I see you've got the Icelandic videos up. I've got a gym yeah. session. Later this week, so I can watch him while I'm. Uh, this week, uh, Laurie learns how to speak Icelandic. If she doesn't say "hurdy gurdy gurdy gurdy," she's missing a beat. Um, <laughs> and on that rather disappointing <laughs> note, it's goodbye from me. Bye guys. We'll see you later. Bye bye. Hurdy gurdy gurdy.